Hi out there, I'm Pat Polly, and I'd like to welcome you to my show, Artbeat Northwest. Each week, we talk with people from the local art scene and talk about upcoming art events that you might be interested in seeing. And this week, Marilee Dix, painter and community activist, is here to talk about her newly curated show, Freedom, at Ryan James Gallery. And uh, Marilee Dix, in 2017... Uh, Kirkland named their Arts Award the Marilee Dix Community Arts and Culture Award. So she is well-known around Kirkland. She is and always has been the embodiment of what it means to be an advocate for the arts, for the arts, culture, and heritage in Kirkland. (laughs) She has worked tirelessly to promote art in all its many forms for community members of all ages in Kirkland, and her involvement in the formation of the Creative Arts League, uh, now the Kirkland Arts Center, the Heritage Society, Summerfest, and the Kirkland Cultural Arts Commission has helped make Kirkland the thriving, beautiful city we all love. Even if we don't live in Kirkland, we all love Kirkland, right? Marilee Dix is a vital part of the Kirkland Arts community. Welcome to the show, Marilee. Thank you. We're so happy you could come by. <laughs> And also, Ryan James is here. Of course, he is owner of Ryan James Fine Art in Kirkland also. And he is the recipient of the first Marilee Dix Community Arts and Culture Award. And that was this last year, just this last year, from the Kirkland Chamber of Commerce. Now, before we get started with the show, let's talk about some wonderful presentations from the performing arts here in our area. And at Seattle Rep, uh, one play uh, you don't want to miss is A Thousand Splendid Sons, which is a tale of an unlikely friendship of two Afghan uh, women in war-torn Kabul. And it is reported by all of my friends to be very good, although a bit violent and uh, probably not for kids, adults, just adults. It's on until October 10th, so don't miss this. It's a great, great show. And then at Village Theater, now this one can be good for kids, Matilda the Musical, and that is coming up uh, November 8th, but it runs until December 30th. And this is from the story by Roald Dahl, a story of a girl genius, uh, and it features an incredible cast of 15 local youth who have been working on this since June. So they're going to give it their all, and it's going to be a great show. Now, this was on Broadway. It uh, gained five Tony Awards, seven Oliver Awards, and my grandsons have read the book and seen the movie. So I think a lot of kids are, have done that, you know. So it's a great one to take kids to. And it's on until December 30th. You could do it as a Christmas treat. <laughs> Sounds good. Yes. We'll be back shortly talking with Marilee Dix about Freedom, the new exhibit at Ryan James Fine Art Gallery in Kirkland on Artbeat Northwest. 
Is art making too messy for your house? Then head on over to the Kirkland Art Center and take a class with a professional art teacher. At Kirkland Art Center, you or your child can experiment or refine artistic skills that can last a lifetime. In our art studios and classes, you can paint, cut, build, draw, print, glue, and splatter to your heart's content. We're located in the heart of Kirkland on Market Street in the historic Peter Kirk Building. Learn more about the classes we offer and register online at kirklandartcenter.org. There's a reason they invented the internet. It's called 1150kknw.com. And you'll hear more of that at Village Theater when you see the play. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. Marilee Dix is here talking about art in Kirkland and her new curated show. But Marilee, let's talk first of all about how Kirkland Art Center originated there in that beautiful Peter Kirk building. You were there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was there, and it was an exciting time. And um, there were a group of people who offered to uh, put up the money for the building on Market Street to, uh, with Bill Radcliffe was the major person that was starting this art center. And bought the building. We started at, at uh, a, we all, all people on the board just donated money to pay the bills and take care of everything. It was an exciting time in Kirkland because it was the birth of art in Kirkland. We had a lot of sports, a lot of kids in sports there, and that was the important thing. We needed to cover all children, adults, and the arts were the answer, as you can tell by how long we've been there and how successful and how many yes. other arts events that Kirkland has now, too, plus sculpture. And it's really a, a city that's, that's known for its art, you know. Isn't that, is, that's so fantastic because that's what we were, we were aiming for in, at that time. And you've really added a lot to Kirkland. Now, besides uh, founding or helping to found the Kirkland Arts Center, you have done a lot of art in your life. Of course, it's been a big part of your life. But uh, this new exhibit uh, coming up at Ryan James Gallery uh, called Freedom is going to be wonderful. Um, how did you choose uh, the artist to be in your show? Now, uh, Marilee has curated this show uh, for us. Ryan asked me to curate and it took me a couple weeks to come down to the first person, which was uh, Candace Susel, who is a paper sculptor. And I've seen her work in other galleries in Seattle, and I just admired her so much in how she has developed this technique herself, invented it, actually. So... Uh, and I've known her for about 45 years. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and she does these these huge uh, uh, pieces uh-huh. with kind of waves of paper that are just, you just wonder how she could possibly do it, you know? Yes, and she makes the paper, and she, she uh, 
came up with the idea of how to even make this type of paper that would do that, be stable enough to do that. I am so impressed with what she's done. And her art, I think you just have to see to appreciate because it's unlike anything else, and it's beautiful. <laughs> yes, yes, and uh, So that's Thank a great you. addition to your show. And then you have uh, another artist with you, uh, Saya Kim. Yes, Saya is a new friend. I've, I just met Saya at the gallery, and uh, she... It, I recognized her art right away. It was like, uh, it, it felt familiar to me right away. So I was really pleased that she would show with us. And she does kind of very relaxing paintings with sort of an uh, Asian feel. or uh, It's in a lot of gray tones. Uh, she... she uh, uh, that's interesting you're saying that because uh, it affects people different ways. Oh, so really? that's what's... I guess that's just my interpretation. <laughs> what's your interpretation? <laughs> well, that was good. I, and I leave that to the many visitors that will come to the gallery and to see her work. So, but they're very wonderful paintings. How would you describe them, Ryan? <laughs> uh, well, I very much uh, agree with the sentiments that to me, they are relaxing as well. Um, but there's a really interesting pull to it with her brushstrokes. They're very broad, large brushstrokes that are accompanied by these very delicate, playful strokes around, around it, too. But they're com- composing of these wonderful lines that kind of mimic uh, a city feel to it. Uh, so you get this wonderful kind of relaxing feel in this kind of pulled tension chaos at the same time. And they're, but they're wonderful paintings. And, of course, you need to go to the opening to see yeah. that, which is coming up when, Ryan? Uh, that'll be November 3rd, uh, Saturday. It's one of our first times ever doing an opening on a Saturday. So we expect a lot of people to arrive. And it'll be from 5 to 10. Oh, well, I'll be there. <laughs> and I hope a lot of the listeners will be there. And also, of course, Marley's art <laughs> will be included. And... Uh, so how would you describe your art, Marilyn? We were talking about this before. And <laughs> describe my art. Well, my art comes from um, my travels, emotions, how, how color, um, and I just mix these things together, especially with my travels in all, in all the different countries of the world. It just... Um, it just comes out. Have you always been oriented toward color? You you seem to have, you know, your works are all very colorful. Well, you you will see that I'm not that colorful <laughs> <laughs> when you when you attend the exhibit. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I I am pleased that you said that. Uh, anyway, so. We're all going to be at your exhibit, and um, how did you get started doing painting? Have you done this all your life, Marilee? Or Yes, I have. Many, 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 many years. And so <laughs> you just uh, included, as you became more uh, invested in Kirkland, you included the whole community in your art community, right? Yes. 
yes, it, <laughs> and uh, you know, it, have all kinds of art shows that you've really worked on. And well, it's it was in the beginning, it was uh, a joy to work in the in the sixties and seventies to to put out the importance of art in Kirkland, and it caught on really fast. It caught on. We had. We had, as I said before, more sports than anything else. And I adore sports. Art was the balance. And uh, I think it's been quite successful. Kirkland's known for its arts now. And, and it's uh, very, makes me very happy. Yes, and known for its arts, known for its galleries, known for over 40 public sculptures in parks and other public areas, uh, you know, so, and I think that's one thing that makes Kirkland such a livable, wonderful city, you know, is the art. But we're going to come back. we got to take a break now, and we're going to come back, and I want to talk about the uh, Cross Kirkland Corridor and what you're doing with art on that, because that's really a trip. Okay. Uh, we'll be back shortly. Uh, it's already time for a break, and uh, we're going to talk about some art sculpture that has been done on the Cross Kirkland Trail and what's ahead there. We'll be right back. From new exhibitions to community events, Bellevue Arts Museum is always new, always different, and always exciting. Through March 24th, see Dylan Newworth. Omnia. Newworth is a contemporary artist working with light, space, and interactive technologies. The exhibition traces a metaphorical life cycle from the cosmic to the personal, including work in video, performance, sculpture, and neon. The museum's fifth biennial, BAM Biennial 2018, BAM Glass-tastic, will be on view from November 9th through April 14th. This juried exhibition showcases the best work in glass from 48 established and emerging Northwest artists, craftspeople, and designers. For more information, visit BellevueArts.org. Alternative Talk 1150, online at 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. Marilee Dix is here talking about art in Kirkland, and Ryan James, owner of Ryan James Fine Art, is here with her. And we are talking about... Now, the art on the Cross Kirkland Corridor, and Marilee created the first piece for this, which I've seen, and it's quite lovely. It's a uh, wonderful sculpture, and Marilee, why don't you talk about that and how it got done and what the history is? Okay. The... um when I heard they were, go- they were going to take the railroad out, I decided that uh, I needed to do something to um, his- make it history, make a his- something to show the history of the uh, railroad. When I was a little kid, I used to go up to that railroad at my grandma's house. It was behind her house and wave at the guy in the caboose. And I love that. It's part of my life, the railroad. So I thought, I've got to do something. My husband and I were walking along the trail, and I saw some spikes. And I picked up some spikes, and I said, oh, this might work. And uh, some friends came by, and they had some spikes in their hand. And they said, what are you doing with the spikes? And I said, 
I think I'm going to do a sculpture with these spikes. They gave me their spikes. So that's how it began. So you collected how many spikes to do well, this sculpture? Well, I think there were uh, almost 400. But I didn't, I didn't collect all those. Oh, who did? Well, what happened is uh, amazing because what happened is people started asking me, well, first of all, they started asking me, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm collecting spikes for a sculpture. And so many people walk the trail <clears throat> that they would um, pick up the spikes and had some already, so I got those. Oh. And then word got around, somehow got around, and, you know, MD was doing all this stuff. And so I, uh, I started getting spikes from other people. Oh, and so I, it got to be a community project. It, it was <laughs> such a beautiful community project. Oh, that's yes. great that everyone is, was involved. So they were interested in what was going to this was going to right. turn into. Right. So how did you get this sculpture built, though? Here we have all these spikes, and you are a, a painter. Mm-hmm. How did you manage to put this sculpture together? Uh, well, I had to take a welding class, didn't I? It's high-carbon steel. The spikes are high-carbon steel, and they have to be, they don't get tacked together. They have to join each other. So I, uh, LWIT had a welding class. Lake Washington Institute of Technology. Okay, you went there, and that's right in Kirkland, too. I did several quarters there, finding out that I'm not the best welder that was ever born. Oh, well, at least Which you probably had some good experiences there anyway. Terribly disappointing, but the people, the kids that were there, the young men and women that were there were so wonderful. And I, the teacher, I went to the teacher finally, and, and I said, this is not going to work totally for me. And so he said, let's get someone to help you with that. So I did, and, and students volunteered, and this was part of their education too to learn how to do the the spikes and weld the spikes with So you me. had some of the really good student welders yes help I you did. to create this sculpture I did a I did a first one um with one of the these students that was just wonderful and we she helped me a lot the second guy just said oh he was really terrific and took over doing the welding. I set up the, the project with the spikes. And so the, you designed the project. I designed, yeah. But you got help with the welding yes, from these students. I oh, did. that's wonderful, though. I did. It took me like three years to figure this out. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh, and thank goodness it did. We did a good job. <laughs> and uh, really, it's quite a sculpture. You all will have, if you haven't been on the cross... Kirkland Corridor, and there's also a big mural there now that was done just last year that is beautiful. Uh, what else do you have planned? Are, are you planning sculpture all along the trail? or No. Oh, <laughs> none is planned yet, but I'm sure other people are going to have ideas of what belongs there, and it's yes. not just going to be two. Now, Kirkland is changing so much where do you think art is going, and how's this uh, with a 
so many high rises and uh, people in apartments. Uh, what what are going to be their needs for art? How is this going to change in your city? That's that's really a good question. I think it all the new high rises and the new people are going to enjoy the art. I think this is going. I think this will draw people to Kirkland. I think this is so important for Kirkland. It's become, uh, with the help of Ryan James also, has become an art city. And this is um, just terribly exciting to me. I, we're not, we won't have any trouble with all, with come along, you know. Well, do you think all these tech folks that are, that are joining you in Kirkland, uh, are, how are you going to engage them in all of these arts projects? <laughs> Isn't that a question everybody's asking? How are we going yeah. to engage all these new folks from all these different countries who are very tech-oriented in we, our communities? Do you know that we have a lot of those people taking classes at the Art Center. Oh, that's wonderful. At the Kirkland Art Center. People from different, from foreign countries that are here temporarily uh-huh. in the technical. So that's one way they can engage, but uh, and we're hoping uh, they support the art in Kirkland, too, which I'm sure they will. You know, more more I people, so. you yeah. know, your your population is going to be very, I mean, it's already dense, it's going to be denser. So I guess with more population, you have more people that will potentially appreciate the arts, right, <laughs> Ryan? Absolutely. Well, I, th- I think a um, wonderful thing, too, to point out, uh, this this tech sector that's moving in is, is younger, and they're, they're the quote-unquote millennials. What we've seen, though, is that millennial is a buyer of art. They very much enjoy stories. They enjoy tactile. They enjoy the whole process. Uh, so they're they're actually proving to be a really great supporter of the arts. Well, uh, that sounds good. That sounds what like what you need. And so is your uh, is your gallery considering that when you do exhibitions that these people uh, need art for their. Um, Wonderful high-rise apartments <laughs> that oh, yeah. are coming in. Well, we, we work with uh, each of the artists coming in to show with us. Uh, and Mary Lee for this show has partnered with us, too, to ensure that the artists that are in the show, not are only are we doing the large star pieces that we're very much known for, but we have a, a series of smaller works, smaller works that fit more comfortably in, in an apartment or a condo. And so you are uh, considering these people in your shows because in order to have these large art pieces you probably have to have huge spaces to make them look right right oh yeah exactly so uh, it's it's an important factor too when we put a show together and uh, working with Mary Lee has been such a pleasure because she knows the community so well but we do take into consideration everyone who is living and involved in our Kirkland community uh, when we do plan out a show that's great. Now, the new oh, go ahead. Uh, the new businesses also are buying some of the larger art. Oh, okay. And yeah. and Kirkland's growing that way, too, with businesses. And oftentimes, they have a certain budget for art. And then, Ryan, you were telling me that in the parks, uh, there's a certain portion of the budget that goes for art, which is 
seems very a small <laughs> portion, but I, I, I had I told Ryan, well, you all have done the maximum with this small budget. Yeah, I don't so know it, how you've managed it, to do that. It is a small budget, but one thing uh, that the city of Kirkland, uh, City Hall, uh, the city manager, and our uh, and our city council members very much are supportive of the arts, and they very much recognize how arts and economic development do go hand in hand. Uh, so it's actually been a real joy to work with the city of Kirkland, uh, not just across Kirkland Corridor Project, but also on uh, several parks. Uh, that are throughout Kirkland. So you do get to enjoy those sculptures. Uh, We also do a lot of the ephemeral art. Uh, Next year, 2019, the Cultural Arts Commission does have an artist in residence program that's going to be starting. Ah. And that artist will have a studio in Kirkland for a year and will be creating something site-specific. Now, explain ephemeral art to our audience because some people may not quite understand what that is. Yeah, ephemeral art is actually... um, one of my favorite art forms, however, it's not sellable. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so when we do ephemeral art on the trail, it's an it's an idea of an art project that won't last. Uh, like so, for example, one of the first projects we did on the Cross Kirkland Corridor Trail was these figures made out of leaves and sticks, and the figures were placed around the trail. But over time, they go back to nature. You know, they come apart, they decompose. Uh, so the idea of ephemeral art is it does leave you. Mm-hmm. And uh, why is that good? <laughs> I, does it recycle? or? <laughs> well, I, I think it's good in the fact that it does you, if as the viewer, you got a chance to see it. And that's something really special because it doesn't last forever. You know, ah. so you actually kind of become a part of that art form. And then it does go away. You know, so it's it's a part of you still. You carry it with you. And, and I know ephemeral art is done all over the world, and mm-hmm. people do appreciate it. And uh, it's kind of nice to, to know, okay, back in that year I saw that art, but, you know, only the people that year will be able to see it, you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. And it may be something very spectacular that won't occur again. Yeah. <laughs> but we are already running out of time. Do you have any last thoughts that you want to leave us with? I think we've discussed most of it, mm-hmm. and uh, I want to thank you so much for coming in to talk with us, Marilee and Ryan. So good to have you here. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Now, how can we go online to find out more about your Freedom Art Show at Ryan, Ryan James Gallery? Can you give your website, Ryan? It's ryanjamesfinearts.com. ryanjamesfinearts.com. Come to the opening this Saturday night, right? November 3rd, yep. November 3rd, and I hope to see everyone there at the opening of Freedom. And be sure to listen in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. drive time for Artbeat Northwest. I'm Pat Polly signing off on Alternative Talk 1150. Have a great creative week.